This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson and Matt uh, Todd McShay, uh, whose work we often uh, reference here yeah. uh, on the show. Uh, he, of course, works for ESPN, their draft analyst. He has put out his uh, tiers yeah, it's for this year's way of draft. At the draft. Yeah, uh, and you'll see on here what we usually talk about. You know, there's 12, 15, sometimes as many as 18 guys who are quote-unquote, tier one guys. No-brainer first Anybody rounder. would take them yeah, in the first yeah, yeah, round. Yeah, yeah. Any year they come out, they're first-round yeah. grade type guys. And then you get that second tier is maybe a little – it's a little thicker. And then the third mm-hmm. tier is, is – you know, it's, it, so the draft breaks down into in the tiers. Um, and so you'll see guys who are in – technically in tier two go in the first round. Right, right. You know, I'm not well, sure that guy was ranked 50th. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's a tier two sure. guy. I mean, that's uh, the way it goes. I, I, I mean – Quarterbacks skew that, I mean, because yeah. they're hard to judge against their peers, and they're going to get a bump up, obviously, of where they're picked. And, and premium positions after that get a little bump as well. But it, this goes back to the brilliance of Kevin Colbert and some of these other teams like New England and Seattle that consistently pick at the end of the first round. You don't ever get a crack at the the tier one the, guys. the tier one guys. Minka yeah. Fitzpatrick was a tier one guy that they got at a yeah. cheaper price. You can right, love right. him, you can love the hell out of him, but you don't have a chance to draft him. No, I mean Cam yeah. Hayward wasn't. T.J. Yeah. Watt weren't. J.J. Watt was a tier one guy when he came out. Everybody sure. loved him. The Steelers loved him. Doesn't mean <laughs> you're going to get a chance to get him. It's not hard to love. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. You love those guys, but you don't get a chance to get them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so his tier one is Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, all by himself. Well, he okay. He, that makes sense. He's a special player. He he considers tier one a great a grade of ninety five or higher. Okay, they do out of a hundred. Yeah, so he has he has Lawrence with a ninety seven grade. That's a rare grade, okay. right? So really, for him, tier two is the rest of the That's is that the next tier ones we're talking. It's about, still tier then. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has one guy in elite tier yeah. because he's got eleven prospects in tier two. Okay. So again, these are so he really has twelve no-brainer first-round draft picks, mm-hmm. which that sounds about is right. Kind for this of the round. usual. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned fifteen, eighteen. Yeah, that's a good year in a good draft. But yeah. usually, it's fifteen or less. That doesn't mean some of those other guys aren't going to be stars. T.J. Watt oh, was right. a tier was a tier two guy. I mentioned Hayward and yeah. Watt, and yeah, right. yeah, without question. Uh, tier two guys for him are Jamar Chase, yeah, Panay Sewell, okay, Kyle Pitts, yeah, Zach Wilson. Sure. Rashawn Slater. Okay. Micah Parsons. Yeah. Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. Jalen Waddell. Okay. Patrick Sertain. Yes. Jeremiah owosu Koromoa. Hmm. Interesting. That's an interesting one. Yeah. And Caleb Farley. And Farley's got an asterisk. Right. Now, I, get, I, I, I put up my next mock draft, uh, my fifth mock draft, over the weekend on DKPittsburghSports.com, and Farley... 
uh, was a big question mark in that one. Sure. I mean, he we, did went, a, we did a draft on I Friday. I believe he went them. right before my pick, and I, but mm. I was asked, like, what would you do if Farley was there? Boy, it's a tough call. I take him. Yeah, we I mean, did as long on Friday. As, as long as your doctors tell you that, you know, he's going to be okay, mm -hmm. this is not a long-term, you know, degenerative thing or something like that. We have the medical recheck combine coming up. You're That'll getting, the, you're getting for him. the you know one of the top twelve guys at twenty four. Because without question, he belongs on this list. Yeah. Would you take any of those other guys if they were available? Absolutely. Maybe not JOK. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. But right. all the other ones, you just take them. Yeah. Maybe it you don't. Matter. You don't have him graded that highly, but mm -hmm. he's the one that's kind of questionable to me. Yeah. But he's also not much different than Isaiah Simmons, who Correct. we would have had on that list last year. Right. I mean, they're not much different. One's right. a little taller. But you'd love to have any of those, you know, most They're of those. They're all difference guys, maker yeah. players, right? Absolutely. I mean, you take Micah Parsons. And, yeah. yeah. Right. No, I hear you. And he's definitely on that list. His tier three is 17 prospects. Interesting. Okay. So, so that gets you to 30. And that's probably where the Steelers will be picking. My hunch is he's going to have several quarterbacks there that aren't going to be. Right. You know, and again, this goes back to our, I'm going to put out my top 24 list again. Yeah, I need this to week mess after, with mine. After, the, with after we have all the combine or all mm -hmm. the, the pro day numbers. Information's clear. Yeah, we have more. Uh, Trey Lance, he has at 13. Fair enough, and he's not going to last that long. And Yeah. yeah. Elijah Vera Tucker at 14. See, he, to me, is a perfect example of that. He's not a blue-chip player, but most years he's a first-round pick and yeah. at the top of that next and year. And he's probably a guard, and guards typically probably don't. Probably a guard. You know, unless, he, unless they're just a uh, generational talent. I mean, he's not Quentin Nelson. Yeah. You know, right. But he could be a tackle and a pinch, which is useful, obviously. Yeah. Um, so there, there you have it. No, I like it. J.C. Horn. Yeah, and he's going to get drafted high. Yeah. Trevon Moerig. Yeah. Quiddy Pay. Yeah. I mean, the upside with Pay and some of these guys like that. Justin Fields. Sure. Mac Jones. We've been hard on Jones, but in a typical quarterback draft, he'd probably be our third-ranked quarterback. I mean, to me and you, he's our fifth. Yeah. He's probably really a second-rounder. But is yeah. he much different than Daniel Jones coming out of school? Probably not. Probably, yeah. yeah I mean, probably in terms not. Of ranks. Yeah. Um, but he's he's clearly fifth to me in yeah. this class. And I have Fields number two. I put me out my too. I put out my quarterback rankings on on the website this week. I have Fields two. I'm just, just curious how you did, did you do yours because we did them on our coincidentally did them on yeah. our podcast. Today. I have I have more information now than I had then, yeah. and so I had I mean Fields ran a four four four. I think he's the most accurate one of the group too. If Lamar Jackson had run a forty. In his pro, before he became a pro, right, which he didn't. For Does he run that. remarkably faster than Justin Fields did? I bet Fields is twenty pounds heavier too. Right, that's than the that thing. Version of Lamar. I mean, so let's say Lamar ran ran a let's say it's a four three seven. Okay, something that's in that reasonable. Range. Yeah, Fields is still way faster than the second fastest quarterback in the street. You know what I mean, yeah, right, right. I right, mean, right, he's right. he's in that kind he's in that kind of range as a runner, and he's a better passer. Than Lamar. Oh, way better. That's the thing I think everyone's overlooking with Fields is he's extremely accurate to all right. levels. That's what Lamar doesn't do well. Lamar could throw the football. Right. He'll throw the football 100 miles. Yes. But he's not as accurate as Fields is. Not even close. I mean, or even compare him to another quarterback in that class, Josh Allen. Yeah. Allen's a little bigger, not as fast as Fields. No. Not nearly as accurate at the and same time. And he went age. top 10. And we went top 10. <laughs> yeah, right. And he's and in team the traded, MVP conversation. team gave up a bunch to go get him. Right. One I mean, of those guys won the MVP. The other one was close. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I look at Fields. If, if, to me, if Lawrence isn't in this draft, I'm taking Fields number one. I am agree. I agree. He's clearly my two. Yeah. And Wilson was my three. Lance was my four. That's how mine was as well. Yeah. Yeah. My, my one thing about Wilson that we haven't talked about much 
everyone talks about, especially Mac Jones, he has such great players around him. Wilson didn't play anybody. And he had good talent around him. Christensen was one of the best tackles in the league. They have two guards that are going to get drafted. You watch games and games of BYU, he's never under pressure. Never. And he's really little. I mean, not really little, but he's not a big strapping guy. I would wonder how he would have held up taking the punishment Fields did or Lance did. There, Peter King had a thing. Over the weekend, I guess, Dan Orlovsky, or last Friday, went on a show um, and said so, there was there were a couple of teams questioning Fields' uh, commitment to the game. I've heard that. That sounds like crap. That sounds, that's, that's draft crap to me. If it was six months ago, I'd believe it. Yeah. If it's liar season like it is now, I would not. The guy got broken in half. It doesn't show on the field. And came back a play later and had maybe the best game of his career against Clemson. Mm-hmm. Just ripped them apart. Yeah. Um, I think he's I think, a warrior on the field. I think field. he's a player. Oh, by the way, his dad's a Marine. Yeah. You know, like, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's a great work ethic, but I bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Educated guess. No, I'd take that guy in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, Mac Jones at 19. Gregory Fine. Gregory Rousseau at 20. I've soured on him. The more I watch Rousseau, the more I learn about Rousseau. He's not explosive enough for me. I don't. I wouldn't consider he's, him. I mean, he's long. He's really long. Yeah. I like Phillips a lot better. I like some most of the edge guys that thought better than him. Uh, he has Kadarius Tony, twenty-one. I, I guess mean, I could see it. I'm not sure I like Tony more than more or more or some of his other slots. He's a little thicker. He's a little thicker. Yeah, he's a good player. Uh, he has uh, Najee Harris at twenty-two. I don't think any argument from us. Travis Etienne at 23. Steeler fans, you'll notice that's right around the area where. <laughs> right. Steelers pick 24 for um, He has Jalen Phillips at 24. Again, I like him a little more than that, but okay. Zavin Collins at 25. Yeah, it's about that neighborhood too. Aziz Ojolari at 26. I don't love Ojolari. Yeah. Him, him and Rousseau are the two edges I'm not super excited about for where most people have him ranked. 27 is Tevin Jenkins. I would be higher on him than that. 28 is Jamin Davis. Yeah, it's about where he belongs. 29 is Greg Newsom. Yeah. I would probably be higher on him and Davis. Okay, so there's your tw- – uh, chances are the Steelers' first-round draft pick will come out of that group somewhere. Someone we just mentioned in the last five minutes. And it won't be Rousseau, it won't be Pay, it won't be Phillips. Yeah. Now, the one guy that he hasn't talked about that we've talked about, a couple guys, and he doesn't seem – there are two, two guys, really, that, that he doesn't have on that list – that I think we might include in there. Mm-hmm. Christian Derisaw, he has at 30. Yeah. And he has Javante Williams at 34. We talk about Williams a ton. One thing about Derisaw I've noticed just as we get deeper in the prospect, if you watch him, I think he played against Miami. He was great. If you watch him against all the top-level competition, he was really, really good. But if you watch some of their early games against, like, Bad teams. Yeah. What's the matter, you? Yeah. He his efforts not so great. He's not the train killer. You know, I'm not saying he's soft or anything like that because some of his tapes the total opposite. But he played down to his competition early in the year, probably because well, he's so much, he wasn't threatened. That won't be a problem at the NFL level. I would think not. He's going to be threatened every week. But if I was a scout <laughs> or a GM, 
I would bring that up to him, you know, and, and yeah. be like, hey, maybe he shows and, up on and tape. And you said it was early in the year. Maybe he was dealing with something. Maybe he was dealing with something. You know, maybe he had COVID in the offseason. We just didn't know. or so, you know, he was, So he's working his way back to yeah. it. I don't know. And I'm not saying he's Walter Jones or Orlando Pace, but when I was with the Browns, I was in charge of that division, watched every snap of those guys. And when they weren't challenged, it looked like they weren't even – they yeah. were kind of going through the motions because they were just so dominant. Yeah. Uh, so, again, not, the, Tier 4, he has 19 prospects. That's led by Darisaw at 30. Okay. I'm higher on Darius. Yeah, he's. I think yeah. he's going to go pretty early. Uh, he's at 31, Terrace Marshall. Okay. 32 is Nick Bolton. He's kind of been the forgotten guy in this He's draft really class. easy to overlook, Yeah, but he's good. Uh, 33 is Christian Barmore. That's the first defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. There's some inconsistencies with him, too. Yeah. And his early tape's not as good as his late tape. Uh, 34, Javante Williams. Mm-hmm. Again, you're not getting that running back. You're not getting him at 55. At 55. Right, yeah, 55. Yeah, it's just not happening. No chance. Uh, 35 is Levi Omozrike out of Washington. I don't love him either, but yeah. okay. I've seen some mocks that have him going to the Steelers. I'm like, I, I just don't see oh, it. I don't see that at all. No, I don't see it. Uh, Ronnie Perkins at uh, 36th. That, I think that's a very good football player. Yeah. He's a guy like, if he's sitting there in the second round and the Steelers can't believe he's there, I would add him to the mix. Uh, Liam Eikenberg at 37. Solid double. Yeah, solid double. Elijah Moore at 38. Dangerous. Joe Tryon at 39. He's another one. Another one that's sitting there, if you know, happens to staring you in the eyes. Moment. Like, okay. Okay, we'll take him. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rashad Bateman at 40. I think I like him a little more than most do. I think he's my fourth receiver. Yeah. Bateman versus Marshall is a good conversation that yeah. doesn't influence the Steelers much, but I think I'd prefer Bateman. Uh, Tutu Atwell at 40. Uh, at 41. Dude, he's 155 pounds. I know. He likes him more than anybody I've seen. I know Daniel Jeremiah was high on him, too. Um, he didn't – I mean, let's not put too much stock in a pro day 40, but I wanted that guy to run 4-2-9. Yeah. And he ran like 4-4-4. Which is okay, fast. Yeah. fast, yeah. But he's little. Jalen Mayfield at 42. I guess that's about right. He's yeah. not really for me either. Uh, Jabril Cox at 43. Good player. I Good mean, pl- here's my problem with him. He's going to be 24. Yeah, you know, you brought that up a couple times, and this season, it's undeniable. He's going to turn 24 this season. He's the only, that's the only real negative I can find on him. Yeah. I mean, not that he's a superstar in every. And there's other enough other player. inside linebackers in this right, draft right. that I can take. Well, I'm going to get two more years out of this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he just turned 21. Uh, who am I taking? The guy who's going to turn 24 in September, or the guy who's just turned 21? I mean, like you brought up Garrett Wallow a lot. Um, I'd take him in the fourth before I'd take Cox in the second. Yeah, I think you so. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, th- there's so many guys who are of that athletic right. mold yeah, yeah, that yeah. you can get one who you're going to – There's a lot. Yeah, who's more moldable, moldable play State and you're going to – Because, again, with Cox, if you take him in the second round, you're getting four years of him. And then he's – He's going to be 28. Mm-hmm. Are you going to sign him to a second contract? No. Probably right, not. Right. Probably not. Uh, Carlos Basham at 44. I don't know that I'd put him in the same mold as Tryon or uh, who's the other edge we mentioned that was. Yeah. Basham to me is more of a 4 3 end. Yeah. I bet he looks a lot like Bud. Yeah. But I don't think he moves. I don't think he, yeah, I don't think he can. He's agile or. Yeah. Right. He's certainly not as fast. No, or as fast. Uh, Asante Samuel Jr. at 45. Do you think the Steelers are really interested in him? Heavy zone guy, kind of small, more outside than inside. I don't think he's what they're after. Yeah, I don't. I'd rather see him get picked by somebody else. Uh, Kelvin Joseph at forty-six. He seems to be 
I'd gaining rather, steam. I'd rather have him than Asante Samuel. Me too. Me too. If he was Kelvin Samuel Jr. Mm-hmm. or you know, if his name was Asante Samuel Jr., would he would he be higher? See, I I'm not predicting this, but I could see Newsom going high, Farley falling out of run, round one, or going to like Indy. And I could see this guy being like the Packers' first round pick. Yeah, I mean, he, he's got traits. Uh, Jason Oa, speaking of traits, he's at forty-seven. Traits yeah, he'd be a hard guy to rank. That's probably much closer to where he belongs. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know that I would take him there in the top fifty. I bet he's a first round pick. Well, then somebody's going to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know stars. I like him more than you, but I have. I'm not sure I would use a first round pick on him, but. I've been watching a lot of drafts, and guys like that don't come Matt, around your, much. Matt, your contract is up in, after this year. I think bet. he's going to be like a bill. Yeah. Some team that's solid and can afford to bring him along slow yeah. or do, Raven. I think or, it depends on when you've uh, – do you have two years left on your deal or do you have one? As a decision maker. <laughs> yeah, right. We're, We're in the playoffs last yeah. year. Right. I think it's a playoff what's your, team. What's your situation? Yeah, that's why I think Buffalo, Baltimore. Pat Fryermuth at 48. I think he's going to be a really solid pro. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd use a Steelers second-round pick on him in a heartbeat. The next 15 prospects. This is tier five. Okay. Elijah Molden. Yeah. I don't I love the 4640, though. I know. That's a, that's a bit of a problem. Although, Mike, you know, I, say Hilton I, I brought didn't this run a Mike, Hilton, Mike Hilton was a 46 guy. Right, the difference point. is that Mike Hilton was five foot nine and ran, you know, 180 mm-hmm. pounds and ran a 46. Yeah. I mean, watching Molden on tape, I never thought he was slow. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe he had a bad day. I, I don't know. But I don't think he's a 4'3 guy either. Uh, 50 for him is Chaz Surratt. And I know you're not a fan there. I'm not, but I've liked him more and more lately. He's got traits. And he's a former quarterback that hasn't played linebacker long. He's smart. He understands what offenses are trying to do. He has traits. I've warmed up to him more. Yeah. I mean, I, I you would certainly think that of the young linebackers in this draft class, mm-hmm. He would understand play action, all that kind of stuff. All that right, kind of right. what, what's the what offense are they trying to do? What are me? they trying to do to me? I've yep. played that position. Yep, yep, yep. I know what the quarterback's thinking more so than anybody else. Right. If I bite on this, there's gonna be a crosser coming behind me. Yeah. You know, you would think he would learn that quickly, and he made a big jump this past year. So uh, I, I'm interested in him. And again, the traits are through the roof. I mean, would he, you consider he him in round well. two for the Steelers? I think I would. I don't think you'll get him in three. I don't think you will. I mean, I think he, athletically, he probably belongs as a second-round yeah. pick. I, I mean, think he's in the conversation with those Ohio State guys, yeah. and you know, it, it's a good group. I mean, we've mentioned that many times, but I, we haven't brought him up enough. He's no. pretty good. Yeah, fifty-one. Afedu, Afedu, Malafawanu out of Syracuse. I struggle with that one yeah. every time. There's just so many vowels there. <laughs> what about him in the second round for the Steelers? Hmm. I think he needs time, but he, he has does, traits. Yeah. But the Steelers could give him time. He could be Hayden's replacement. Yeah, I don't. I don't know it. that I make that. Pick. I, I don't, don't get me wrong because there's going to be somebody, somebody else. Somebody else I like because you're going to love who this next like ten players are. You're mm. gonna, um, now Patrick Jones is next out of Pitt, fifty-two. I don't love Patrick Jones. Yeah, I wish I liked the Pitt guys better to be honest. But, but Creed Humphrey at fifty-three. Boom. That's your favorite. That's your first center, by the way, folks. Yeah, yeah. There's five centers I'd take over Malafonu. Yeah, and Humphrey would be an easy one. Fifty-four is Quinn Miners. Yeah, another center. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 55, Tyson Campbell. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. He's another one that you could bring along slowly. I'd probably take Campbell over Melifonwu. 56 is Javon Holland. Did you see his pro day? I meant to look at it. I think it was good. It was pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. he ran sub four. I think he ran four, four, seven, jumped well, did all that stuff. This is a guy. He's listed as a safety, but can do it. Opted out last year. 
in Super two, productive in two seasons that. though nine interceptions yep he i mean he gets his, yeah he kind of reminds me of the malcolm jenkins types too where yeah. he could be a big slot like i'd probably take him over molden yeah yeah it just is a better player um molden's list as a corner this guy's listed as safety See, i think he would be a great second round pick because then okay he could play corner for you this year mm-hmm. maybe he plays a slot for you and you've got both your safeties are, are you got to pick up the options on them. So let's mm-hmm. say you let's say you don't want to pick up the option on Terrell. He Edmonds. can play too deep though too. Yeah, I mean he, he can he, he, he can be that guy with you if if you have him and, and Minka Fitzpatrick on the back end. Oh, you're fine. They're interchangeable. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that, that he's a good player. Yeah, fifty-seven Samuel Cosme. Cool. I think I think he's the first. To, <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah. have the Chiefs like pass on Cosme. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I can see where Todd's going. He's not a killer. He's not super heavy. He's not super thick. But honestly, again, if the Chief, if you're the Chiefs picking 31, and this is pick 30, 57 here, what's the difference? There's no difference. I mean, that's you're talking about. Point, right? I mean, he's got his grades. Uh, he's got his grades here. Number 31 is Terrace Marshall. His grade is 89. Okay, Cosby's probably not much different. Cosby's grade is 82. Okay, right. You're in the same ballpark. It's a B plus versus yeah. a B. You know, right? Yeah. Uh, Rondell Moore at 58. Depends on the fit. Yeah. But I don't want to play against him too so much. Right, yeah. I'm not super excited to play against him. Uh, Peyton Turner out of Houston at, eight, at uh, 59. He's we haven't talked a lot about him. Yeah, and impressive on the hoof and getting better. He's he's going to be a guy that gets drafted, probably not by the Steelers, probably in this neighborhood yeah. where we do mocks. He's still available in the fourth and fifth sometimes and probably won't. Probably not going to happen. Right, 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 right. Like he, looked, he would be a good Raven. He'd be a good Raven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 60 is Andre Sisco. He's tested really well. He's kind of a boomer bust. Again, another defensive back that gets his hands on the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 61, Landon Dickerson. You get him (laughs) in the second round. Again, I mean. Again, three centers right there in that 55 range that mm -hmm. where the Steelers are going to be picking. The more I think about it, Dickerson and Farley aren't much different in terms of where you balance. You know, like they're maybe the best at what they do. But um, they've got injuries. My doctor needs to you know, check off on it, though. 62, Eric Stokes. There's some really good centers available in the second round for the Steelers. Oh, yeah. Maybe their choice of them. Yeah. 62, Eric Stokes, a cornerback out yeah. of Georgia. A couple of these corners are a little more trait than tape. Yeah. And then 63 is Alex Leatherwood. Good player, too. Yeah. yeah. And then we go down to Tier 6. There's 44 prospects in Tier 6. So the Steelers are pr- going to get... Two of these guys. Two of the two of those more, guys right. in tiers one through five. Yes, they will. Um, and there's some good players in this. Uh, there's a lot of guys that I like in this one. We're going to run roll through these ones pretty quickly. Okay. Tier six: Aaron Robinson, uh, Wyatt Davis, Chris Rumpf, your guy, Walker mm-hmm. Little at 67, Benjamin Benjamin St. Juice at 68. Wouldn't be a bad third round pick. Michael Carter out of North Carolina, the running back. Cause yeah. There's, there's yeah. a Michael Carter out of Duke too. Uh, at 69, Tylen Wallace at 70, Shakira Brown at 71, Nico Collins at 72, Paulson Adebu at 73, Jay Tufele at 74, Joseph Asai at 75, Dwayne Eskridge at 76, uh, Marco Wilson at 77. Hmm. He's a riser after yeah, his workout. Yeah, he wasn't a household name. Now he's starting to pick up some steam. Uh, Rashad Weaver out of Pitt at 78, Aleem McNeil at 79. Uh, Aaron Banks, the guard out of Notre Dame, at 80. Dylan Raddins, all the way down at 81. Wow. He's another one. He wouldn't be shocked if he was the Chiefs' first-round pick. Right, yeah. 
Robert Rochelle out of uh, Central Arkansas at 82. Corner, yeah. Uh, Richard LeConte, the safety out of Georgia at 83. Jalen Twyman at 84. Mm, a lot of pit guys. Yeah, a lot of pit guys there. James Hudson, the offensive tackle out of Cincinnati at 85. Ramonde Stevenson at 86. Okay. Trill Williams at 87. Uh, Osa Odigazua at uh, 88. Remember, the Steelers pick 87. So, this again, this is that range here. Yeah. Yeah. Kellen Mond at 89. Kenneth Gamewell at 90. Brevin Jordan at 91. Shai Smith, the wide receiver out of South Carolina Another at 92. Slot, yeah. DJ Daniel, at, uh, the cornerback out of Georgia at 93. Richie Grant, the safety out of Central Florida at 94. I bet he goes way higher than that. Yeah. Uh, Cade Johnson at 95. Pete Werner at 96. I took him in the third round of my draft the other day, and people are like, oh, there's no way he lasts that long. Yeah, I think it's possible. Here he is. Right. I mean, I how mean, many people are drafting? This is a deep inside linebacker draft. How many are going to get drafted? Yeah. I mean, if six or seven or eight are off the board. I think you'd be really happy if Pete Werner's your third-round draft pick. Yeah. I think he could be the Steelers' third-round pick. Yeah. Or yeah, look at these next guys here. Trey Smith, probably not going to be that guy. The guard at Tennessee. Spencer Brown at 98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunter Long at 99. They may get two people off this list, you know, third and fourth. Yeah, because you could pick again at 120. Right, right. Uh, Diami Brown, the wide receiver out of North Carolina. I like him, but 100. he's not going to be a stealer. Yeah. Uh, Hamsa Nazraldine, the safety out of Florida, mm. or Florida State, I should say, at 101. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Davian Nixon at uh, 102, defensive tackle out of Iowa. Josh Myers, the center out of Ohio, Ohio State, at 103. Yeah, take him as a, I'll take him as the 103rd pick overall. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Shelvin. At uh, mm-hmm. 104. I'm really curious to see where he goes. <clears throat> How about Baron Browning down at 105? Both those guys. Both those yeah. Ohio State linebackers. Kyle Trask at 106. Sage Surratt at 107. Hmm. Again, I bet the Steelers get four names added that have we've listed in this segment. Good chance, yeah. yeah because, right. I mean, they're what they're looking for. Centers, inside linebackers. Let's put it this way. There were – I've got his list here of how many guys were where – but he has five, seven quarterbacks in the, on that. They're not going to take one of that. They're not going to take one of that. I bet there's 15 receivers. Uh, there are four, <laughs> eight, 16 receivers. 16 receivers. They're not going to take one That's of those. That's a whole round yeah. of quarterbacks and receivers. Right. Um, they're not going to take a defensive tackle. I bet there's six to seven of there's them. There's eight of those. So That's a whole round of players. Yeah, at least that they're not going to be picking from. They probably uh, won't take a safety. There's four of those. Or no, I'm sorry, seven of those. Okay. Um, are they going to take a tight end? Four. I mean, Hunter Long was mentioned. There's, There's four, four of them. Five tight ends. Yeah. I mean, you'd take one at the right price, but they're not going to take are. a guard. There's six of those. Take a guard, right? So yeah, you're probably you're, you're probably going to get four of those guys. Yeah. And how many teams? How many teams are going to draft a center? You know, inside linebackers are valued differently by all teams, but how many teams have a true inside linebacker need? Maybe six, seven. But there's ten on that list, right? You know, so they're gonna get you're gonna get a second round type guy in the third or third, you know, in the fourth. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing people don't realize is like a list like this is great, but every room, every building has their own list, their own list, and they prioritize their own needs. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, if, they, if we're doing this for a different, and there's there's seventeen corners on that list. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, if we're doing this list for a different, or if we're doing this radio show for a different team. We're saying, well, the Steelers won't take a D-tackle. We'll get our D-tackle. You know, like, and Steelers can look at it and say, 20 teams in the league don't want a center. Right. I mean, there's teams that could use them, but. You only play one. You only have one. I mean, that's an easy one to figure out who needs them, who doesn't. It's not like tackle where you have to have three or four on your roster. No, right, right. And 
Some of those guys can play guard too, yeah. but you'll we didn't talk. I mean, defensive end. There, there are ten defensive ends on that list. Steelers probably aren't taking any of those. Right. I mean, if the price is right, I mean, there's and one so falls. you're talking about almost twenty defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. They're not going to take half any that of those. list. Yeah. Aren't aren't for the Steelers and premium picks. Right. Day one or two picks. Yep. And we'll do that uh, in our next segment. Fun. We'll do our next mock draft, and we'll keep that in mind. So. For my partner, Matt Williamson, I'm Dale Lolly. We want to thank Jacob Breck for keeping us on the air. And we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.